Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy, Roberto, and of course, you already know what time it is. It is the Black Hand Podcast 2.0. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody's having a good night tonight. It is Tuesday, or was Tuesday, and we're into the hump day of the week. Hopefully, everybody's, uh, you know, enjoying the spring weather and getting out, even if you have to wear a mask or not, and, you know, try to enjoy it. Because God knows we got enough stuff going on in this country that we have to enjoy something to keep ourselves from going completely stir-crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> Tonight, I'm going to talk about the residual effects of COVID-19. Now, as you all probably know, um, I had COVID-19 back in December. Um, I had pneumonia from it. Uh, lost my taste and smell and lost a few pounds, uh, I was in a hospital bed for about a week, felt like a month, and um, I uh, lost a lot of, a uh, lot, a lot of fluids, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, very, very touch and go there for a minute, they had me on industrial strength uh, oxygen for my lungs, and even now, many months later, I'm still healing from my COVID, um, I do have my taste, and I do have my smell, thank God. But my wife, on the other hand, she also had it. And hers has yet to come back yet. So, I know that for a fact that many people have had different things happen to them after having COVID. Or getting COVID or getting over COVID. Um, Some of us that actually survived it should be very lucky that we can only worry about our taste and smell and not the death that comes with it. But to those that have lost their lives, and uh, they were not so lucky. My heart goes out to all their families and friends and everybody else that's in between. So, COVID-19 has been the on the forefront of everybody's mind for the whole damn year. It has taken over TV. It has taken over movies. It's taken over life, period. Now, vaccines are out, four or five of them, I believe, and people are getting their shots one and two at a time, and they are, you know, slowly getting over their, you know, effects of their COVID. If they just got vaccinated, they won't have to worry about it. At least, at least that's what I'm hoping. But for those that actually had the virus and had to go through the whole, you know, kitten caboodle and actually came out on the other side of it, you know, you should count yourself lucky. But you still have some kind of residual effects. Some people still have coughs. Some people still get very extremely bad headaches. Um, some, you know, still can't, you know, walk without being, you know, dizzy and all kinds of stuff. It uh, depends on what you, how strong your COVID was and what they gave you to, to combat it. For me, it took me... Going to a Walmart. Now, this was before I knew I had COVID, so no one knew I had it. I didn't announce it over the intercom that, hey, I might have COVID, so stay away from me. But I did go into Walmart before I went to the hospital. And it got so bad for me to walk that I had to use one of their little motorized scooters and whatever because I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk five feet without, you know, breathing hard and wondering what the hell was going on with me. Well, the doctor told my wife that it was pretty damn bad 
and it will take a while for my lungs to completely heal, even though I do sound like I am okay, which in layman's terms, not going what I am. But my lungs are still scarred from the COVID I had, pneumonia that I had. Never had pneumonia before, it's not nothing pretty, and it's very hard to breathe. You feel like you're breathing in fire and blowing out smoke every time. It's uh, not a pretty sight, to say the least. But other people have also had their little, you know, residual effects as well. The older you are, the worse it is. So to anybody that actually is in their seniors and they actually survived their COVID, you know, my, my hat's off to you. I'm glad that you're still around to even hear this damn podcast. Because a lot of people can't say that. So, um, depending on how old you are, is what will hurt you. Some people said, this this nurse told me when I was in the hospital with mine, that COVID was uh, the flu on steroids or something like that. I was like, are you sure about that? She's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's just like a cold. You get the chills, you get the, you know, the sneezing and the coughing, the running nose, eyes and everything else. But the biggest thing was your taste and smell. If you couldn't smell anything, you can taste anything, then you might have COVID. And of course, with the whole mask and no mask thing, it really pisses me off. I mean, yeah, people don't like wearing anything on their face unless it's sunglasses or somebody else's face. And wearing a mask the whole year has really, really made people really fucking irritable. Some are like, I'm not wearing this fucking mask. And it's been mandatory for a whole damn year. So it's not like you didn't know about it. It's on TV. You have me open. You go into a restaurant. You got to put one on. Go into a store. You got to put one on. No big deal. But people were just so damn dead as set against it. And the more people that were dead against it were probably the ones that got affected first. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. So, but the effects of it is, um, you know, they, they, they linger. They stay around, and you could be completely COVID-free. You could have got the vaccine both times, and some people are still feeling the effects of their, their battle with it. I mean, I know I do. I mean, I find myself even still being out of breath every once in a while. And my um, my do- my uh, doctor, you know, told me that um, yeah, it was really, really, really touch and go. It really was. I could have I could have fell asleep and not woke up that's how bad it was and it scared me because i'm not scared of death or anything i'm scared of somebody killing me and anybody can be fair of that but the death itself no i'm not scared of death at all so if it was about time to go no i was ready i was like okay well i didn't do a lot of stuff but no you know when guy calls he calls but he shoots to spare me and i thank him for that but a lot of people, like I said, cannot say that. 500,000 plus, to be exact. And uh, it's a, uh, you know, some people get uh, like body aches and they still get the chills and, you know, they got the runny nose. And, you know, I got bad allergies anyway. So mine's are like, you know, was times 100. And it's, uh, you know, it's my eyes are water, one of them water, both water. This is a really bad, bad situation. And if you have something like a, uh, you know, some other ailment before you got COVID, it makes it 10 times worse. Now, my wife, two years ago, like a year ago or two, 
had a heart attack. I don't think she cares if I told everybody that, but it's it was you know it, it was. So by her getting COVID, you know her she already had this residual you know thing going on with her heart and everything already. So of course I'm scared to death that you know this could be you know something really bad for her. And thank God we both came out of it you know somewhat unscathed. So, and if you have like arthritis, it makes it worse. If you have any kind of ailments that you had before you had COVID, it just made it really, really bad times 100. And it's, uh, it's a very bad, bad situation. Now, the vaccine that people are getting, the menorahs and the Fisker, 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 whatever how they, how they say it, and now Johnson Johnson. Now, as you probably already heard, Johnson Johnson stopped their production of theirs. Because six ladies have uh, had bloody, you know, floating blood clots in their, in their system. Which is, not to say, it's, it's terrible. I, I, my heart goes out to them. I hope that they're all doing somewhat okay. I hope everything goes clear so you can go back to your life and everything. But six out of 100 million people or something like that has been vaccinated already. That's not saying it's bad, but it's not good, you know. Because um, when I remember when the Pfizer, you know, brought up their vaccine, the only thing I kept thinking to myself, and I can say this now because I was in the hospital thinking the same thing over and over again, <sighs> the uh, the stronger the virus, the stronger the, the vaccine, the stronger the virus. Now, as you all probably heard also, that there's a vagrant of the you know, COVID-19 that's worse than the COVID-19 from the original. And it's, you can catch it faster and it lasts a lot longer and it's very, very fatal. Both of them are, but this one is, you know, a little bit more fatal than anything. And it's got people nervous, as we all are. I mean, you've been cooped up in your house for a whole year. You don't want to be wondering about this damn virus, this variant that comes from another damn country, which in turn, somebody will blame other people for it and they'll start jumping them for no damn reason, which is so fucking stupid. I can't understand that either, but that's another story. And it goes on and on and on. Now, people can do their part, but they don't want to do their part. Because, and I will say it again, I will stare up in a tree and yell it to the top of my lungs. No one likes to be told what to do. Nobody. You tell them to do something, they're going to do their damnness not to do anything. Even if it's only for their own good. So, of course, when this COVID started and people had to start wearing masks everywhere they go, of course, a lot of people are like, fuck you, I'm not going to do that. You ain't going to make me wear no damn mask. Oh, really? Okay. So now that, you know, somebody or someone in your family may have gotten this shit from you or somebody else because they did not want to wear a mask and now they're having the visual effects of having it it could be eye twitching uh, muscle cramps um, you know runs whatever you know COVID is is he don't give a shit <laughs> he really doesn't he acts like a regular 19 year old which is why they probably call it COVID-19 now, I know it's probably called that for another reason, but to me, it's like a little hormonal, little mad-ass teenager that, you know, that wants to play his PS5, but his parents take it away from him because he's failing in school or something, so he lashes out. And he's been lashing out of the whole damn life this year, let me tell you. 
So, and um, people that are getting the vaccine, I'm, you know, I'm grateful that you're getting it. I'm hoping that it works for you. I myself don't trust it, but that's just me. I'm a very untrusting person these days. And uh, I, <laughs> I don't like anything that, has, that, that involves needles. I don't like needles, never have, except for tattoos, but that's about it. But uh, if, you know, if you have been vaccinated and you got your little shot in your arm and you, you know, pass the test of not falling over and, you know, convulsing and everything, congratulations. <laughs> but some people, some here and there, they're all like kind of, they're kind of iffy about it. You know, you got people on TV saying, well, just get the vaccine, it'll work for you got celebrities saying it and getting shots and stuff like that and that's all good that's that's great i'm glad they're getting awareness but for us people that are still a bit skeptical about doing it we we try not to do it i've had it i've had COVID, and you would think i'll be the first person in line to say hey give me a vaccine shoot in my arm here and i'm still skeptical about it i mean don't get me wrong i mean People have died from this stuff and they wish they could have been around to even get this damn vaccine. I wish they could be too. But for me, I'm um I'm skeptical. I'm I'm skeptical about every damn thing. It could be, you know, what to eat for dinner. I don't know. Because I'm just that skeptical. So unless the person comes up to me and says, the fucking vaccine is working, you need to get a shot, then I'll get it when I can. I'll get it when I feel like getting it. And when they start forcing people, that's when I'm going to start getting really curious. I'm going to be like, okay, why the hell are you making me do this shit? It's almost like a, um, it's like the, 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 <laughs> and you will find this funny, but it's sort of true. X-Men, the last stand. Remember the little, the little shots they were giving the mutants to become unmutinized and they lose their powers and they become regular citizens of, you know, mankind and all that type of stuff. Yeah, that is kind of, you know, what's sort of kind of going on right now. And mankind, some of them are like, okay, yeah, give me a shot. I, I need to get away from this mutation that they gave me when I was born with it, you know. And then there's some that they're like, yeah, no, I like to be where I am. So, yeah, so it's kind of like a damn you do, damn you don't type of thing. But I have, um, all my effects have kind of went to the you know, wayside. Um, I'm not coughing up as much as I used to when I first got out to the hospital. I can stand on my own two feet, but I'll, you know, sometimes I get a little dizzy and my legs get a little weak, but it's a lot better than it was when I first got out to the hospital. I was skin and bones and, you know, had a beard that you know, looked like I was a homeless person, you would think. And I was walking around with a walker and stuff like that. So compared to that, to four months ago, I'm doing damn good. And um, people that have survived this COVID and still have their residual effects of it, hopefully those will go away eventually too. I mean, some may linger for, you know, for here and there for a while. And then there's some that may stick around forever. This depends on how bad you had it and what it did to you after you got finished with it. So I know that it's, uh, it's like a double-edged sword. You had the COVID, you know, you would think you'd be like, okay, let me go get and get this vaccine and make sure I don't get this shit again. But even doctors are saying that even if you got the shot and you're vaccinated completely, chances are you could probably catch it again. Which is not the thing you want to tell somebody that has been vaccinated by a fucking needle twice. 
but you know, I guess they gotta tell the truth because you don't want to keep that away from people because they'll they really be skeptical about it then. But if people just do what they're supposed to be doing and getting this vaccine and you know staying around other people that have been vaccinated and you know getting like this herd what they call it a horde um, you know vaccination people and then you know somewhere down the line it'll be over. <sighs> but me. I um I got this thing that I I um I got this really bad bad problem. People have noticed it and they hate it, but hey, that's them. I'm a very negative person. Have been for years. I don't see the see the blue lighting or rainbows or anything else in anything. People especially. Now you go out and get this vaccine. You go out and get it. You get your little vaccination. Get one or two, whatever it is called, whatever. And you go on about your business. And just so happens that you walk into a store or quit trip or getting gas, and you didn't wear a mask that day. And you were outside with somebody or near somebody that may or may not have this shit. And you end up catching it again. But not just the regular COVID-19. We get an industrial strength COVID-19. My thing is, is that if you already been vaccinated and you end up catching this shit, will the vaccination kill the shit that's already that's back into you again? I mean, it's a question I like to, I mean, someone told me a long time ago, there's no such thing as a dumb question. Dumb answer, maybe, but, you know, that depends on the person you're asking. But, I mean, there's all these damn questions I got in my head about that. And people, some people are like that, too. Not being paranoid or anything, but... I would like to fucking know because I'm not putting nothing in my damn body that will kill a virus just so I can get it again. I want the shit gone. Kaput. Digging bags, going down to Florida somewhere to go to Cuba. I don't give a shit. Because if that's the case, then what's the damn point? And I'm not saying not to do it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying that some people, like myself, would like to know all that type of things before we get the shot in the arm. And some people are like, well, let's get the damn shot, this shot, you know, lucky we got these things anyway. Yeah, you're right. I'm glad that we got this, this, these vaccines flying around and, you know, all these people getting vaccinated and the, 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 uh, the president, President Biden, is actually pushing out like some other person was done when he was in office. I'm not going to say his name. Fuck him. And, um, you know, None of this stuff would have been like this anyway. But it's a it's a question that I ask, and it's, you know, I'm a curious guy. So you get these vaccinations, get one and two, and you go about your daily life like nothing ever happened. But what if you actually end up catching this shit again? What then? Do you go back to the hospital and say, oh, well, I got vaccinated, but um, <laughs> during this thing, I got the COVID again. How the hell does that work? Is a COVID stronger than the damn vaccine that you're giving us? Is it a whole fucking placebo thing going? I don't know. But people that have had it and is passed on without the vaccine, you know, like I said, they still have residual effects of what they had. And um, they are wondering, probably wondering the same thing I'm doing. I'm saying, you know. But it's one of those things that, you know, you don't know until you actually get it. that if it works or not, or if it even just 
you know, it's not doing a damn thing for you. It just, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's, like I said, it's a very, very large double-edged sword. You get it, you could be fine. You don't get it, you might catch the shit. You're screwed either way if you don't. So, you know, it's, um, it's a very, uh, I mean, and my, my thing is, is this, when the very first vaccine came out, they gave it to the right people. They gave it to the damn people that's been fighting this shit since day damn one, which is the, you know, the medical workers and the, uh, what they call, uh, let me see, essentials, essential workers. Okay. Nurses, doctors, ambulance workers, police officers, stuff like that. And rightfully so because they're the ones that's working 24 hours a damn day without no sleep they can't go back to their families because they've been around people that have COVID-19 some are just exhausted some are emotionally exhausted stressed the fuck out and everything else and uh, they're the ones that deserve to get it first before any damn body and I'm glad that they did that because God knows they deserve it and my thing is is that after all this stuff is over because one day it will be. If these nurses and doctors ask for a fucking raise after all this shit's over and the hospitals refuse to give it to them, then you didn't guys didn't give a shit about these people working anyway. They rightfully deserve any fucking raise that you sh- they should get, even though they might have got them already. I don't know. But the thing is, though, is that COVID-19 has changed a lot of shit. It has made us aware of what a virus can fucking do, if not handled correctly, hint, hint, and how it can ravage a whole entire economy, a person's body, a family, loved ones, everything. And it showed how it can go throughout the entire world and do its damage and cannot be stopped. It seemed like it was like, you know, we were the we were the bowling pins, and COVID was a damn bowling ball. It was just knocking us on our asses, and we stayed away from each other, stayed locked up in our houses, watched Netflix until we were blue in the face, uh, talked to people on Zoom until our eyes popped out of our heads. Uh, people were up there saying that virus is not real, even though we know goddamn well it is, and you no know, conspiracy theorists that you know people are using it to, you know, to kill off half the population and all that bullshit. I mean, it's brought out this this whole COVID thing has brought out the ugly in people. It really has, and it brought out the ignorance in some people. So, it was already there, and it was already you know at the, on the surface, but COVID brought it all out, and it's out there now. And it's like, okay, damn, I did not know you were like that, or damn, I didn't know that you actually would believe in that shit. Yeah, they do. And COVID is the one that said, hey, look at this lady over here. She don't really like your ass, but, you know, she hangs around you anyway. Or this man hangs around you anyway because he doesn't want to do his job or something like anything, you know. So not only is it a residual physical, you know, experience, but it's also a literal experience. Once, and not, and not to be quoting Christina Aguilera, I'm not, not quoting her. Once you let the genie out the bottle, you cannot put him back in. Unless you're Aladdin or something. And COVID, hated or not, has brought out what people really believe and think. 
they you know some feel that they're privileged they should be their privilege so they should have been the first one to get the vaccine rich people especially um African Americans or any other immigrants of this this great country of ours took a backseat again. Some some of them to the point of they died. And I've seen firsthand what COVID can do to a person. When I was in the hospital before I got released, you know, barely, there was a lady next door to me. She was about, oh, in her 80s. Her husband was downstairs in the lobby. Now, of course, we all know when people have COVID, you can't, you know, you can't visit them, can't talk to them unless you're on the phone, and some people can't even do that. So the lady next door to me, she was not in good shape. She was, she was, you know, on knock on Eva's door, basically. And her husband was right downstairs. And this nurse was saying to another nurse that she felt so bad telling this gentleman that he could not come and see his wife. I mean, she damn she had tears in her fucking eyes. It was so bad. And she's like, I didn't want to tell him that, but it's the rules of this hospital, the rules over COVID protocols and all that type of bullshit. But the lady was literally dying next door to me. In ICU. And um it could have been me. It could have. I mean, my mom had just passed. And I was not feeling good about that anyway. I was still, I'm still in mourning. But even worse, because I was in a damn hospital fighting for my own damn life. And if God decided to come and get me, just take me. I want to see my mother. That's what I was thinking. But the whole time I was in there, I did not cry. Not once. I kept telling myself, not yet, not yet. There's no sorrow and despair in this damn hospital. I am not going to add to it by crying over my mother until the time was, you know, was right. Not to say that I was happy my mom was dead. God knows I am not. I missed the woman every fucking day. And I wish to God I could have seen her before they, you know, buried her. But I did get to see her before she passed on. But either way, I did not cry because I was not about to do it in the hospital. Just could not do it. And then I was thinking about this lady next door to me. And I'm hoping to God that she made it. But the way things sounded, she may have not. I don't know. But my heart goes out to her husband, whoever he is. Either way. And I hope that you both are still together now. Hope you are both COVID-free. Hope that you're sitting at home watching old episodes of Dick Van Dyke or something. You know, whatever. Just enjoying each other's company. And, um, you know, I hope everybody else that's, that's gotten over covid is trying to get back to their lives, even though the residual effects of it may be harpered at a little bit. <clears throat> and it's uh, rightful, I can understand that totally. But it's a, uh, it's, it's a virus that, you know, once it grabs a hold of you, it, it sticks around even after it's open. It does. People have still have lung problems, and you think you've been smoking a pack of Marlboros all your fucking life, and you haven't smoked a day in your life, and you're coughing up shit that you don't know what the hell it is. And, you know, people getting like, um, you know, having like headaches and neck pains, back pains, all kinds of pains. I still have pains. I got pains in my feet sometimes. And it hurt like shit. And then, of course, you know, me not, me just being diagnosed with borderline diabetes, that doesn't help either. 
which I did not know that until after I was in the hospital with the COVID, that I was a diabetic. So, like I said, it brings out everything that's already messed up with you. It brings it up to the surface. I did not know that I was diabetic. I did not know. I knew my mom was diabetic. My dad wasn't, but my mom was, at least I, as far as I know. And I did not. They came and told me. I was like, "Are you sure about that?" Because I'm. I don't. I mean, nobody feels diabetic. It's not like diabetic. It's like, hey, how you doing? My name is Di- diabetic. I'm a diabetes. I'm gonna jump in front of you here and stick to you. No, I just. It just. You know, they told me. And I was like, great. So not only do I have to worry about the COVID trying to fucking kill me. I got this thing that could kill me if I don't do the right things to not make it kill me. That's great. Glad to hear it. Ah, I need some popcorn. <laughs> you know, it was a goddamn soap opera. It's just one thing after another thing after another thing. But either way, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a hell, lot of, I'm a hell of a lot better than I was back in December. I mean, I got my, you know, like I said, gained most of my weight back. I'm not, like, falling over myself, even though, like I said, my legs get a little weak every once in a while. And um, I try to do a lot more exercising so I can take some of this fat off my ass. And it's, uh, it helps a little bit, especially with the diabetes. And uh, so is my wife. She's, she's fine. I mean, she has, still has a little residual effects of hers as well. So you see, even when you don't have it, you still do have it. And I don't know if the vaccine would help that to completely clear it out. Or maybe it just takes a while for it to um, to get in your system to clear it out. You know, it depends on who you get, what, which one you're getting, I guess. I don't know. But either way, I hope that everybody that has had it is in better health than they were four months ago. Or even yesterday. Because it's nothing to play around with. It really isn't. And also before I go if, if you did have it and you have gotten over it even if you haven't still having residual effects of it you need to go look in the mirror in your bathroom look it straight in the damn eye and say this is for all the people that did not survive it I'm going to live my life the best I can and I will do it in the name of the people that did not survive it there's fathers, mothers, grandmothers, grandfathers, kids, dogs, whatever. And mean that. Because, yes, you were one of the lucky ones. I find myself lucky every damn day. Even though I'm there, I'm not a very positive person sometimes. But when it comes to this damn virus, I, I was, I'm very lucky. I mean, I get to wake up in the morning next to my wife. I'm not breathing all hard. I'm not dying. I'm like, you know, breathing fire out of my damn lungs and shit. And I'm not, you know, skin and bones and barely breathing and every damn thing else. So, yeah, I knock on wood every damn day. Because I could have been on the opposite side of that. Anybody could have been. So, if you have survived this, you need to say yourself, you're very lucky. Because somebody somewhere else that had the same virus as we did cannot say that now because they're no longer here. And my heart goes out to all of them because they did not know that this was going to come the way it did. No one was prepared for it, hint, hint, in White House. And um, no one knew that it was going to ravage this country the way it has, or the world for that matter. 
people locking down, can't go out nowhere, and it's, it's, it's a, you know, tricky fucking virus. It really is. So if you have survived it, you count yourself lucky. And think about that every damn day. And that is my word. So with that being said, this is your boy Roberto for the BHP 2.0. Signing off for tonight. I will be back on here with something you may or may not like to listen to. Which is rightfully so, because it is a free world, right? And um, good night, America, wherever you are. You guys have a nice night. Enjoy your hump day. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.